Welcome back to the Dry Podcast, and we've got my special assistant slash head of community slash legend slash she's only gone and got a new microphone slash the beauty queen of dry slash ultimate dry lover, Crystal Day. How are you I'm not sure how how I feel about being described as a dry lover, but I'll take it. Hello. Yeah, I'm very excited. My first real microphone so yeah hopefully I'm sounding crisp and clear good to see you Matt how are you doing you look very professional now you've got you've you've taken everything up a notch you just need to get the headphones oh. and then we'll be in I'm not that anyone can see this but you know we'll just use your imagination for now <laughs> um, I am good though I'm glad to be here we love our podcast don't we having a little chat and catching you all up on everything in the world of dry yeah, what we have, have a little podcast. To? We have a little podcast of our own, don't we? Before we do the podcast, which is quite often yeah. at our detriment. We're like, can we get in the podcast this week? Yeah, of course we can. We're going to do it every single week. We've made a commitment. And then we say we've only got a 45 minute time window. Then we chat for about 44 minutes. Then we go, go, go do the podcast. So <laughs> let's get let's get into it. Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. Back from skiing this time last week. I was on the slopes and now Oh, I'm it looked fabulous. Window, and it's oh, horrible out there today. If you're in England. And you're in the south of England. I think it's snowing up north. So I think I'd rather it was snowing, wouldn't you? Could have busted oh, the yeah. skin out. Yeah. We don't get enough snow in England, do we? Too much rain and not enough snow. But it's giving the garden a good water. And I can see blossom on the trees. It's coming. Spring is around the corner. Spring is so here. And on long. that note, you know how obsessed I am about the, the times of the sunset. Yesterday was the first five o'clock official sunset in the southeast of England so that's huge and then another massive milestone for the fellow geeks of the Soberland is that I saw on the forecast a medium UV index for next week meaning that means so when it's a sunny day obviously you get UV index in the summer and in the spring and in the autumn but in the winter you don't get one because the sun's not strong enough to do anything but for the first time, I saw a little M in a yellow box. And I was like, oh, and I saw that last week when I was looking at the where I was skiing. There was a little M. And I tell you what, you could feel it. You could feel the sun oh. on your face. In fact, I even got a little bit of ski, ski tan going on. You have um, got a nice glow going on. Suits you. There we go. So, yeah, it, it, the nights are lighter. The sun is stronger. The oh. world is blossoming. It is literally, and I love that feeling when that first time in the year when you feel that warmth of the sun on your skin, and there is a word for that which escapes me now, but that is the most gorgeous feeling, you know, when you just sit and bask in it. So hopefully it won't be long before we're doing that, and anybody who loves a bit of gardening like me, we can be back out there and at it, and Gardener's World's back soon. Oh, my God, I'm really showing my age now, aren't I? (laughs) No, you're not. Everyone loves a bit of Monty Don, don't they? Oh, well, I mean, how can you not? He's such a legend. I love him. Don't you go to the, I feel like last year you went to the garden, did you go to the garden show somewhere? I did. uh, The Royal Chelsea Garden Show. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. That was one of my favourite days out, actually. It was roasting hot. Look, I mean, I felt sorry for all the people with the displays trying to keep their flowers upright. It's 
not an easy feat when the weather's hot but yeah I would highly recommend that to anybody for a day out if you can get to it go because it is absolutely stunning and speaking <sighs> of days out I mean what a link what a tee up we are heading on our own little day out this Saturday aren't we to meet yeah well, maybe maybe it's just us but we're going on a day out and hopefully we'll meet a few dry people along the way I think the lovely Suzanne is coming with us but we've made a bit of a commitment as we did with the podcast this year so we're going to do one every week this year and we so far have got to the every month beginning not every, of, every week might be a little bit um my po- did tricky. i say a podcast did i say podcast did oh I say sorry podcast? i thought you were talking about the um oh sorry you're saying a podcast a week i thought you were saying a meetup a week i was like let's not overcommit like, here <laughs> yeah no that that would be an overcommit. i think i said podcast if i didn't say podcast we we did make the commitment at the start of the year so a podcast every week and it's now the mid beginning of February and we've, st- we've done it and we've got over the hurdle of being skiing and we got around that and we've also made a commitment of doing an event every month and we did one in January and we're doing one this weekend in Brighton and actually we've just confirmed another one haven't we in March we have in the beautiful Birmingham and I love Birmingham that's where my husband Tom is from and his family still reside and we've got our gorgeous friend, who a lot of my friends actually have a bit of an eye for, our lovely Keith, Conscious Bar Keith, who runs his own alcohol-free pop-up bar. And now they've got an alcohol-free bar in the centre of Brum. So we have got an area reserved. Keith's going to look after us and it's going to be a free meetup. So it's Saturday, the 9th of March come along it's an amazing bar there's amazing people that run it Keith and his colleagues and friends are all fabulous and obviously Matt and I will be there so come and join us and Birmingham's a brilliant place because it's right slap bang in the middle of the country so for our lovely northern contingent get down there our Midlanders you've got no excuse and yeah come and join in the fun I'm looking forward to that one yeah it's going to be good isn't it and this weekend Brighton, like we said, so we're going to get a little train down to the seaside on our own. We're going to have a little wander from, we're all meeting at the old burnt out pier. We're going to wander towards the new pier, but via the lanes and have a little coffee, have a little bit of a cake, maybe have an alcohol free beer somewhere and just basically do a walk and talk because that's where we started this journey uh, 16 months ago. We started with a little walking tour of Great Britain and we just want to continue that because these meet and greets in real life are so powerful it's great doing the stuff online but meeting in real life is just uh, incredible and so that's how me and crystal met and that's how we just continue to grow our little circle and it's getting bigger and bigger and yeah we haven't been down to brian and obviously it's not quite as easy to get to because you haven't got people coming from the south and there's people coming from france um but it is also one of our favorite places crystal used to live there i've stayed there multiple times and love it and we spoke about uh but even babies being conceived there at some point. I think we mentioned that in the podcast previously, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. My mate's on. Mal Little baby Mal. Um, <laughs> and yeah, was, what was yours? Oh, no, we didn't. Camden did we go that and far? Bedford. <laughs> yeah, we did Camden and Bedford. Love it. <laughs> yeah, baby oh, Cam would sound all right, actually. But baby I like the name Cam. Cam's a nice yeah, name. I do. Yeah. yeah, I've always mm. liked Cameron for a girl's name. I like that. Keep that one in the bank just in case we pop another one out. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to do a little – it's all free as well. Like we do, We're we trying to make all these events as, as free as possible where we can. So, yeah, this one is free. It's just meet up and walk around and have a coffee, have a cake, and come meet us. So if you're in the Brighton area, 
this Saturday on the 10th of Feb. Come and see us. You'll see all the details in the Dry app. If you're not in the Dry app, get in the Dry app. It's free if you haven't downloaded it. D-R-Y-Y. Um, and then, yeah, Birmingham is a month later in Birmingham. And, yeah, like you say, Keith is a ledge, ultimate legend. He's someone who we've met a few times now. He was at the launch party of Dry. We, we had a good chat with him there. He was, at, he was the barman at Crystal and Tom's wedding. Uh, running oh, an incredible yeah. bar, which in fact I think duped people. I think people were quite sort of uh, shocked to see that it wasn't alcohol they were being served. I don't know how how many people fell for that one. Did you notice that? Yeah, well, it was hilarious because Tom and I don't drink. We wanted to make sure that we had a beautiful alcohol-free offering, which is why we got Keith involved because we knew that he would just put on a brilliant array of cocktails and alcohol-free options for us. Um, but we were also keen to make sure that the people that do drink, you know, we cater for as well. But the problem was that Keith had done such an amazing job of his alcohol-free bar that stood out a mile, looked wonderful. And our bar with alcohol, well, put it this way, was just kind of squeezed into a corner in the barn and was not particularly visible. And loads of people thought that we weren't serving alcohol. <laughs> there were a lot of panicked faces for, I think, the first half an hour until people realised there was a little corner where the booze was stashed. So all was well. But people, what I loved actually was even the people who were drinking were going over because they were so enticed by Keith's alcohol-free cocktails they were going over and giving it a try and they couldn't believe that actually they didn't contain alcohol because they were so good and they looked phenomenal. You know, he uses smoke machine and bubbles and yeah, he is fabulous. So make sure if you can get there, come to the Exhale Conscious Bar like the March because you can have one of these beautiful cocktails for yourself. It was fab, wasn't it? They are like second to none in in taste, in passion that he has for it, and the way he displays them all, like like you say, with the, the air bubbles on top and stuff like that. It's pretty incredible. And he is a welder by trade. So he's he has got all he's all tooled up and he knows he knows his way around a toolkit and uh he loves it. So he's sort of brought, it's this interesting concept when you've got a welder um who's migrated into alcohol-free drinks. You literally get exactly what you think, which is a load of expensive toys um that make things look really cool so it's I'm, I'm buzzing to see that and i've seen a few clips i saw a few people going up there to see him in the bar last week uh and it was quite interesting to see him in action so i was yeah I'm really excited about that and whereabouts in birmingham is it do you know no i don't i'll dig out the address and i'll make sure that we pop that on the app but it's pretty central i believe so has he got his actual own bar or is it like as part of another bar yeah, I think it's him in conjunction with some others, but I'm not sure exactly what the deal is. But yeah, it's alcohol free, and that's what's most important. And we'll and we will obviously put all the details up. In fact, we'll put them up tomorrow. By the time this comes out, they should be all in the app of where it is, what time it is, when it is, and all that good stuff. So, like always, if you can just respond in the app and put yeah, yes, I'm interested. Yes, I'm coming, or no, I'm not. That'd be useful for us to see who's coming. Um, but it's a free events. So get yourself down there. Uh, and then also we've been talking to people in Glasgow. I was having a conversation with them yesterday about doing something quite exciting up there. We've obviously got Dry Fest, which tickets will be out very soon. I know Ooh. we keep saying that, but we're just waiting for our map to be uh, printed now. We've got all the text, we've got the sales page, we've got the web page sorted, and we've got the imagery sorted. So we're now one step away. So that'll be up imminently. Um, and that's obviously on the 22nd of June, which is mega exciting. 
And that sort of sees us through the first half of the year. And in the second half of the year, it's all systems go again. We're going to get bigger. We're going to get better. We're going to do more. We want to get over to Greystones in Ireland to see the happy pair lads. Um, we want to get up and do as many northern places as we can. I'd like to get down to Cornwall and Devon as a little personal favourite of mine. Um, I've got someone in Devon in, in my off the sesh group. And every time he talks about it, life down there just seems like so incredible. And he's, and he's a doctor. And I'm like... He's a doctor, but he makes the the job sound glam- so glamorous of where it is, you know, like so rustic, so remote, you know, them nice little brick walls, and it just on North North Devon Shore, it's like, oh, I want to go. I to bet Devon. it's not as good as Norfolk, though, is it? <laughs> Matt knows, so I've got a real love of Norfolk. I don't think anywhere could compete with Norfolk. Come on, <laughs> I was very impressed with Norfolk. I have to say, when I came to what was that? What was that beautiful? Um, little town called near your wedding in Norfolk. Began with B, I think. Brancaster? Uh, no. no that would be a bit further. Oh, Blakeney. No. That would be it. No? <laughs> mm, B. Well, so. it was it in was... Cly next to the sea. That was the actual little village. Yeah, what's the in. next little village that was literally right? It was about four minutes down from there. No. Blakeney? This... Okay. I don't know if it was. This is terrible <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> yeah, but... sorry, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the world of our heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, I don't even know. You might be right. Who knows? Um, but anyway, it, it is lovely. But yeah, that's uh, that's another little personal favourite of mine to get down to Stephen and Cornwall and do a little event. That'd be cool. Maybe we'll do that yeah. while the weather is still a bit warm. We can and most annualize. importantly, we're going to be doing one in Bedford, aren't we? We are doing one in Bedford, yeah, which would be super cool. And I think we might tie that in and maybe do a running one as well because Rich is doing, obviously, his own events with the running driver. Rich, the ledge, he's doing um, a monthly event as well, and he just did Manchester. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye on the running dry group to see where he's going next. So what I want to talk to you about today, Crystal, which we spoke about off air, but it's, it's a jink, and this is what we like talking about, is um, stuff that's happening in real time in the in the real world rather than just sort of writing a list of stuff we want to talk about and then talk about it i think it's always good to talk about stuff that's happening right now and um i had a little brunch with crystal yesterday and she was telling me about how excited she was about eating sugar and how much she loves sugar and sugar 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 and i know she does but um you know when you hang around it's a bit like hanging around with someone who drinks alcohol a lot and you start end up wanting to drink alcohol which is why it's important to adapt your circle so i consciously befriended crystal as a new as a new friend a few years ago and she's very healthy and she was going to level me up in a ways but one area that she does seem to love which i don't really have that much of a passion for anymore is sugar and having spent some time there yesterday i went left the little brunch we had together which was very nice by the way thinking Oh, I've cracked the sugar thing. I've cracked it. And last night, I had my daughter's birthday party, family round, donuts were there, cake was there, muffins were there, chocolate was there, sweets were there. Nothing for me. Jack of potato with some chili, lovely, jubbly. Went to bed, really proud of myself. But obviously, I slept on your influence and woke up this morning. The baby woke up half five. I was a bit tired. I sat there for a couple of hours while we waited for the child minds to come around and I had a bowl of cereal. And it wasn't just a bowl of cereal. It was a bowl of like honey chocolate cluster things, which are uh, outrageously gorgeous, by the way. And they've been oh, looking at me for a while. <laughs> but I've never given them the time of day because it just doesn't figure. I'll have eggs or I'll fast or whatever. I just don't ever have cereal. But I had a bowl of these. I had a big bowl as well because I was hungry and I was like, oh, they're good. And I had a baby and I was a little bit tired. And I was like, and you, and you had blamed, I'm blaming you for everything. I put it in my head. <laughs> 
but I, that sugar was something that was at the forefront of my mind. So anyway, I had this bowl of cereal. I felt rough for like, no joke, probably two, two and a half hours after it. I just could not shake it. I was trying to work. I was getting brain fog. I wanted to go outside for a walk, but it was hammering down. I was like, what do I do? I felt trapped in my own head because I had this like abundance of sugar had eaten eaten away at me Uh, internally. It just made me feel so groggy. And there's loads to unpick from that. Um, But the first thing that came to my head was I felt almost a bit hungover. And as you do in that sort of second day, that that hangover. And uh, it made me think of how many times in life I'd gone through, I'd eaten stuff or I'd hung out with people that drained the life out of me. And the waking up feeling like drained or whatever the next the next day, but also just brushed under the hangover carpet and just put everything under, oh, it's hungover, hungover, hungover. And actually, when you stop drinking, it enables you to feel the feels of everything. So I now know I didn't eat sugar this morning because I really wanted to eat sugar. I, I ate sugar because it was a lot on my mind yesterday after we were speaking about it. And also because I was tired this morning because the baby was up early and also I was hungry. So those three things plugged in together and it was easy and accessible, four things. And also they'd been looking at me in the eye for months and I'd just not paid them attention, five things. But anyway, I could unpick it all right, as, as I am live right in front of your face um, and understand exactly why that is. So I knew like if I drink, so I was drinking a few pints of water, trying to flush it out of my system. And, you know, a couple of hours later, it started to come around and feel better again. But how many times in life have I eaten something and thought, I feel rough the next day, but it was the three pints of Stella, it was half a bottle of vodka, it was whatever it was, it was the bottle of wine. And actually, you really don't know as a drinker what you like, what your body agrees with and how to flourish through nourishing your body. Does that make sense? Mm, It does. It's unbelievable, actually, isn't it? When you remove the alcohol, exactly that, I now notice that I can't bear a Chinese takeaway in the evening because it's so salty and I end up waking up in the middle of the night downing a pint of water and previously I thought that that was down to the booze and then you strip it back and you yeah you start to realize actually how certain foods are going to make you feel rubbish and yeah just tuning into maybe you've had a bad night's sleep for whatever reason and then you really pick up on that the next day so yeah, it kind of increases your sensitivity and awareness to what is good and bad for you. And the other interesting thing about sugar and listening to you is it's the same principles that we talk about when we give people tools and tactics to remove the booze. It's like you said, if it's in the house, it's going to be a temptation. Get rid of it. Just don't have it in the house. You know, if you know that the evening well, the evening for me is my sort of trigger point after dinner. That's when that neural pathway ping, I want some sugar. So the same with alcohol. If you know that 7pm just before dinner, just after dinner, whatever it is, is your witching hour when you want to reach for that glass of wine, plan ahead. You know it's coming. What are you going to do instead of reaching for that glass of wine? And we can use the same tactics with sugar, which is how I've started to think about it recently. And you know, it sort of helps me to re-empathize with people and my clients on their alcohol-free journeys because I, you know, I still have that with sugar. I do struggle to put these tools and tactics into place sometimes in my own life. So, you know, it just shows that we're all human and any addictive substance, you know, we can put certain tools in place that are going to help us 
So, you know, yeah. we can do well. You're all right with the sugar. I mean, you've had the blip, but I'm, yeah, I'm sort of really struggling with it. So I need to get a little bit more tactical, I think, with my sugar. Yeah. Do you know what's weird as well is, like I said to you before we started recording, is that even though I felt awful for those two hours afterwards, and I was saying to myself, right, do not ever have that bowl of cereal again. The cereal was absolutely delicious. Like, I loved every single mouthful of it. And it was a bit like that same thing of like, when you're hungover, you're like, right, I'm never drinking again because it's not worth it. But in my head, I was like, I still sort of want another bowl of that cereal. Yeah, <laughs> I, could na- yeah. I could smash another bowl of that cereal. And I'll almost take the punishment that comes with it. So I'm having that battle yeah. in my head that I used to have all the time. And don't get me wrong, it's much better to have it with cereal probably than it is to have it with alcohol or drugs. But it's interesting to know that that, that behaviour is still in there. Yeah, but also that's another good point to anybody who's in their early days of their alcohol-free journeys. Do you know what? Don't beat yourself up because you've removed a load of sugar from your life in the form of alcohol. So you are more than likely going to crave sugar. And, you know, I always say in the early days, just go for it. Don't do everything at once. Don't remove the alcohol. Think you've got to be perfect and quit sugar at the same time. Don't do that to yourself. Just go with it. Because like Matt said just there, it's much better just to have a bit of sugar. You know, there's less side effects, less consequences with sugar. So I know it's not great for you, but... Don't beat yourself up. Eat the chocolate bar if you're in your early days. Go for it. I give you permission. (laughs) (laughs) And that's brilliant. And do you know what else is interesting is that when you were a drinker, you could you were sort of like quite a mod. You could have one and put it away. Mm. And when I was a drinker, I could have fourteen and then probably just about put it away. And even with sugar, we've sort of still got that. I'm sort of an all or nothing person, so I'm happy to leave it. And I can leave it for a week. It doesn't even bother me. And it did, by the way, like you said, it, it really bothered me for about 18 months. When I first gave up boozing, I could not eat enough chocolate. So that, that, but that does wear off for most all or nothing people because you end up feeling like shit so much because of the sugar. You're like, I've had enough of that as well. And you can hopefully focus it like I've done into sort of running or gym or working or whatever and something positive. But um, yeah, it's funny to see that we've both still got the same characteristics because you can have, I've been with you, but when you've had, two squares of dark chocolate and just left it and I'm like what (laughs) in the sorcery is that behavior because if I I know bad boy that is getting munched I am one of those people yeah I when I was drinking I could open a bottle of wine and have a glass on the rare occasion that I drank at home actually because for me it was much more about being out and socializing but yeah I could stop at one and some people have said to me you know I used to be a big binge drinker And yeah, that caused a lot of problems because it made me feel so physically ill and sort of mentally not very good. Um, But then in my later years, when I was able to moderate and I could just have one and stop at one. So people are like, well, I don't understand, you know, why have you completely quit? And two reasons, really. One is that I just feel so much better with zero alcohol in my life. And the other one is when you completely remove it, there's no question there's no little voice that's saying right are you going to have one or are you going to have two and if you have two are you going to feel a bit rough tomorrow or maybe or maybe we should just have one more you know all of that goes and I love that and you know when I went on my alcohol free journey my intention actually never was to completely stop I was just taking little tactical breaks and following our lovely mate Andy Ramage and 
as the years unfolded, I got more and more excited about completely removing the booze. And that was how I ended up there. So, yeah, just off on a little side note, it's interesting. But, yeah, I can moderate. And, yeah, I still can do it with sugar. I would say, you know, I've got a sweet tooth and I eat sugar every day. But probably most people would say, oh, that's not a lot, you know. But, yeah, I definitely do want to cut it back because I know it's not good for me. But bloody hell, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) I remember you did, was it last year? I remember you you actually did give it up for like quite a while. Like, I was, I was thinking she's never going to be able to do that. And he, I remember, was it like six weeks or something you did? Yeah. And I even went on an all-inclusive holiday. So, you know, had the croissants at breakfast and all the cake after dinner. And I did not touch a thing. I don't know how I did it, but I did. But yeah, here we are back again. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes and never ladders. Lizzie gave yeah. me a little bit of a break. Oh, do you know uh, what? Our... Um, one of our life members, Jodie, she came up with this term, and we say it in an Italian accent now, olorno. And it's basically based upon the all or nothing philosophy, which she shortened to all or no. And then it became olorno in an Italian accent. So, yeah, she, is, um, she puts herself in the all camp, definitely, yeah. along with you. I'm in the, yeah, I can moderate camp, but it always yeah, makes me chuckle. I think I remember being, I think me and Jodie came up, that came of a conversation we had together once. I can't remember where we were, what we were doing, but it might have been a live. We were on we were a chat- Zoom, I think. A yeah. Zoom. Yeah. Because yeah. we can, I can definitely, I said we need a word for it. I think she just punched it out. And I was like, yes, Olorno. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And, and then she'll, she'll still, I'll be on the live and I'll see a little Jodie Olorno comment just fly in. <laughs> yeah. um, big up the Olorno crew, by the way. <laughs> Because there's so many of us out there. You're not in that category. You're in the you're in the mod. You're yes. in the mod. Yeah, um, I definitely am. Right, brilliant. Well, I um I'm very much looking forward to um seeing you on Saturday. And we have a lovely day up by the beach. And yes. yeah, I'm very excited. So if you're with us Saturday, come see us. And if you're not, come and see us in Birmingham. And if you're not, watch out for loads more stuff. And I'll see you soon. Yes, I will see you in Brighton and I will catch up with the rest of you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye.